Brian, can you hear me okay? Hello. Hello. Welcome, Brian Koss, everybody, to the show. Is that how you say your last name, Koss? I hope I said that right. You're right, yeah. You know, you'd be surprised how many people mess up a name that's got four <laughs> letters in it, and uh, uh, and the two S's are the same letter. So, well, um, welcome to the draft stream, man. It's uh, great to have you on. Obviously, one of the uh, you're, I guess you could, I guess I could say I'm like you're like my boss in a sense for <laughs> for legends on deck. I don't know about that, but um, well, you're the higher up than me. <laughs> but uh, no, Brian. Yeah. Brian, welcome to the show, man. Uh, senior editor of Legends on Deck, the uh, website I also write for as well. It's been a been a pleasure to be able to write for the website, man, and it's been awesome. And uh, again, welcome to the show. This is awesome, man. I get to talk about the draft today. Yeah, very cool. Thank you for having me on. I don't know. I got a little glare going. <laughs> it's okay. My, I look kind of dark. My lighting is a little kind of dark, too. There we go. That's a little better. Yeah, my lighting My lighting better. was a little strange. But uh, what do you think? Um, Let's talk about the draft so far, man. I mean, this has been an sure. insane draft to this today. I mean, I, I mean, there's we just saw Nick York from Boston, 139th round, like a ranked prospect, get drafted. I mean, what can you think? What do you think, uh, about, yeah, this? I see that. What do you think about this draft, man? I mean, this is a crazy draft so far. Yeah, I was looking at a lot of the the draft boards and, you know, kind of the mock drafts and things. And and I guess the first, you know, five picks weren't totally shocking. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, as you went down the list, like you said, things start changing a lot. Um, There weren't – the one thing that I thought was kind of interesting was they said that high school – the first high school player went, I think, at pick number eight. Yeah. Um, and it's the latest a high school player has ever gone or that we've gone into the draft without a high school player getting, mm-hmm. uh, getting picked. Um, I wrote about some of this a couple a year or two ago, cause I've, I've written a number of pieces on college baseball, um, over the last few years. Um, and you know, I, I do think that college baseball is going to become continuously more important in terms of, uh, you know, development for Major League Baseball. Um, so I, it, it doesn't really surprise me that much, but it was just kind of an interesting thing to hear. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was uh, – I, I kind of wasn't shocked, though. I mean, obviously, you know, with it being a different – you know, it's only five rounds and you, you don't want to take those risks and stuff. I, I was not surprised, actually. I don't know if you, I don't know if you were surprised about it at all, or if it was just intriguing. I, I know you said it was intriguing and stuff, but I don't know if you were, were you surprised yeah, at all. Yeah, it was just it? more intriguing than anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just it was just interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a, I'm a Tigers fan. For, I grew up in Detroit, so uh, you know I, I was excited to. Yeah, I mean it's it's exciting and it's not exciting yeah. to have the number one yeah. pick because the Tigers had the number one pick in 2018 too. Mm-hmm. So you know it shows you that they've been bad for that many years now <laughs> yeah and they, they had a they had like the six pick last year which i guess is a little bit of an upgrader yeah. but uh yeah i mean it's been an interesting draft man i mean to see a 139th ranked prospect get taken in like the first round by a team that doesn't even have a second round pick or another first round pick in the rest of the draft is pretty shocking to me it's been a crazy draft yeah. it's been a crazy draft it really you guys see something i mean mm-hmm. you know yeah these scouts have got to see something out yeah. there that they're, that just, you know, blew them away. Um, because, you know, it, it's hard to say baseball is such a weird sport yeah. to uh, predict. 
Um, you know, with if you watch, I, I mean, I'm kind of an all sports guy, although baseball first. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I watch a lot of football and and some basketball and some other sports too. And with football, you know, college football being what it is, like you really get to see these guys before they get drafted. You know, everybody, you know, they kind of have like a national spotlight on. Them. Yeah. You know, everybody's, you know, I was, I was watching the NFL draft and, you know, Joe Burrows, everybody knows who Joe Burrows is by the time he gets drafted. You know, I don't doubt, doubt too many people out there are tuned into who Spencer Torkelson is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh-oh. I, I agree with that. And same thing with college basketball too. It's like with college basketball, right. you got the tourney March madness. Everybody's in focus in that. Yep. That's the main thing in yep. March and such. So they're always wondering you get. exactly. So mm-hmm. with the MLB, it's so kind with, of like, with, you won't see these guys in a matter of like five years or four years down the line. Right. You don't see the guys for a while. And then, you know, when you're drafted, when you're able to draft kids out of high school, um, it's a whole different ballgame because you know, they're not going to, I mean, the very few guys, the rare, you know, the real top stars emerge quickly. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you know, when I was a kid, I remember Ken Griffey Jr. Coming up when I was, I was like six, seven years old, but Ken Griffey Jr. Was a 19 year old, you know, major league baseball player. And that was more typical way back. You know, that was like not strange at the time. Now it's more strange to see that. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, um, yeah, it, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It'll be interesting. This, I, I got this, I don't know if you've been following this guy, and I, I really just kind of learned about him, the Zach Veen from uh, mm-hmm. from uh, Port Orange, Florida. Yeah, yeah. he's I, he's a you stud. Know, uh, he's a stud. I like him. That swing is just incredible. I know. I know he is an absolute, he, if he does stay and sign with the Rockies, that, that, I mean, that's yeah. a big, big deal. Um, and by the way, Pete Crow Armstrong just got taken by the New York Mets just now. So that's a pretty big deal. Pete Crow Armstrong is actually, uh, related to, I believe a major player. I forgot what player it was though. Um, I know they were talking, they were going out all around and showing like who's related to which players and such. And I think he was one of them, yeah. but I don't know which one it was, but, um, well, I'll tell you, Last year, when Bobby Witt Jr. was the number one pick of the draft, Bobby Witt, I, I was immediately thought of my night, uh, my tops 1990 Bobby <laughs> Witt senior card. Um, I, I probably have dozens of Bobby Witt's, his dad's card. <laughs> That's awesome. And it, you know, it's funny when I watch these players, you know, you look at some of the major league systems right now. Yeah. Uh, the Blue Jays stand out to me. They've got like all these guys that play that whose dads play Major League yep. Baseball. You know, Guerrero and Biggio and uh, Dante Bichette's son. Yep. Clemens. And I think uh, got K- Casey Clemens he got in there as well. Clemens, yeah, Clemens is in there. Clemens has a son that plays for the Tigers yeah. too. Yeah, the, the but, Clemens uh, brothers. They had a pretty good there's a good picture of them together yeah. on a on I think it was Instagram or something. That was a fantastic picture. Yeah. But uh yeah. I saw Roger Clemens uh a couple months ago at a really? golf tournament. <laughs> he played in a celebrity golf tournament here in Orlando. How, how did he how did he do? Did he do pretty good? He's actually a pretty good golfer. <laughs> Who never knew? Roger Clemens is a, yeah. is a, a golfer. He was He's not as good as John Smoltz, though. <laughs> oh, really? John Smoltz? Who knew? John, I don't know if you know about John Smoltz. John Smoltz is – well, you know John – yeah, yeah, I figure you know John Smoltz. <laughs> but 
I don't know if you knew about him as a golfer. Oh, I did not. I did not. I didn't realize he was yeah, yeah. a golfer. Yeah, he is actually like, he's played in some of the senior PGA uh, tournaments. He's not, you know, you know, he's not a pro golfer <laughs> quite there, but he's tried to be a pro golfer. Yeah. And like at his, in the senior circuit, he's really good. Yeah. He won the tournament again. He won it twice really? in a row. That's awesome. That's pretty, impre- yeah. that's pretty impressive yeah. actually for, Hey, he's, he's switching sports now, you know? I mean, Hey, John Daly can do it at like whatever age he is. I mean, John Smoltz. Can <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My daughter got John Smoltz's autograph really? too at the, at that tournament. That's awesome. So, that's really cool. That was kind of neat. Yeah. But, uh, Man, yeah, it's been a crazy draft so far, man. Uh, who, who, any players specifically that you really are intrigued about here as we head into the later rounds? Obviously, we're in the 20th pick with the Brewers up right now. Who, any players specifically you really like right now? So I'm interested, and I'll tell you because I got because I'm here in, in Central Florida. Mm-hmm. I'm in the Orlando area. And uh, so the things that I take notice of, of course, Tigers because they're my team. Uh, but also, you know, I want to track what the Marlins are doing and what the Rays are doing, yeah. um, you know, because they're they're the in-state teams. But, you know, and also the thing about the state of Florida is that we have we get so many prospects. Yep. I mean, there's so many players from our state that, you know, are going to be drafted or going to make it in, or playing college. I mean, Florida and Florida State don't have to recruit outside of the state yeah, of Florida. Yeah, yeah. If you ever look at their rosters, they're full of kids from Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a there's a pitcher uh, where I'm, I'm interested. He he's been projected to go somewhere around pick thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name's Carson Montgomery, mm-hmm. and he he lives he he goes to the high school down the street from me. So um, I'm interested to seeing what he does or where he gets picked. Yeah. Uh, he's ranked the number one uh, right-handed pitcher in the state of Florida, which is pretty great, you know, to be the top right-handed pitcher in the state, which with all the competition here in the state, um, I'm interested in seeing where he goes uh, and, and, you know, come, coming up in the next, you know, maybe 10 picks or, yep. you know, next 15 picks. If, if, if again, if any of those, uh, any of those are correct at yeah, all, like yeah. those mock all. Oh, mine. He's committed. Mine, yeah. mine is, is like toilet paper now. It's like completely ruined. Yeah. I mean, it's like I try, and then it's like it, half of the mock draft is pretty much ruined. The only thing I maybe got right perfectly <laughs> is Torkelson. <laughs> like in all reality, yeah. Um, I mean, that's like the only. I think that was a lock, and then after that, it's just been all over the place. It's been a jumbled mess. Um, but I, I like Garrett Mitchell. He hasn't been drafted yet. Okay. And I like Mitchell, outfielder from UCLA. I mean, I know, again, this is a, yeah. a really college-heavy draft, I would say. It's not a big high school draft, yeah. and especially, too, because it's only five rounds. Teams are going to take chances on – not going to take chances on going after these high school players. So I like Garrett Mitchell, and he hasn't been taken. He's one of the top ten – MLB pipeline prospects for the MLB draft. And I like Garrett Mitchell. I think he could be a guy who maybe is a steal for one of these teams. And I think Austin Martin going to Toronto, I, in my opinion, when I saw that, I'm like, that kid's, I mean, that's going to be amazing. He is that he's going to fit so well into that way. The Toronto Blue Jays organization. Oh yeah. I mean, and he was, uh, he was, you know, one or two on most lists, Mm -hmm. you know, he was, he was way up there. So, um 
that Vanderbilt team last year was just incredible. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, they, I mean, they have a great program in, in Vanderbilt. They produce all kinds of yeah. players, but uh, JJ Bladai got drafted last year with uh, with the Marlins, and you know they've been producing a lot of good players out of Vanderbilt. Yeah. But really, um, all the SEC schools I, do well and just produce. Well, yeah, look at. I wrote about this too. I think it might've been even last year or no, it was the year that uh, it was the year before when Arkansas lost in the in the uh, college world series. But yeah, you look up and down the roster. I mean, people talk about sec football, yeah. but man, sec baseball is something oh, too. It's, it's incredible that sec baseball. And actually just by the way, just to, um, just to, to keep to talk about Garrett Mitchell here real quick. Oh, there's your guy. Garrett just got drafted, so congratulations <laughs> yeah. to Garrett on being drafted by the Brewers. Uh, his pick value three point two four million. That's a pretty impressive number of money. I, I wouldn't mind getting that as for amount of money. Uh, that's that's pretty. That's a lot of money. I don't know what I would do. With no, that. no. <laughs> for I mean, no, I know that's okay. Hey, he's twenty one, so I mean, that's not too bad. That's pretty good. I won't mind that at all. Um, but. You know, obviously with this draft and such, obviously not as many guys in the draft this year and next year college is going to be something that everybody's going to want to watch. Why should people really get into college baseball next season? Why should next season be the year that people should just engulf into college baseball because of all this talent and such? Well, yeah, I, I think so. I think you're going to see guys that, you know, because of the rounds that were cut back in this draft, I mean, look at, look at, we're, we're down to five rounds in this draft. There's normally 40. Yep. And think about all the kids that are going to go undrafted that are going to play again. You know, there, there, there'll be, there's probably some guys staying back, but just the, the freshmen that are kind of come in to college baseball next year. I mean, I mentioned that the guy that I'm looking at from here in Windermere, um, he, he's committed to FSU. So I actually, tweeted something out from FS one of the FSU sites yesterday and they're kind of what's he going to yeah. do sort of thing yeah. you know depending on how high he gets drafted but you're gonna have a lot of kids out there like that mm-hmm. some really really good players going into college next year yeah and you know I gotta think about this from from like the business side of baseball right now mm-hmm. because we haven't had a college baseball season or you know it was cut really short. Yep. We, we're not going to have a minor league baseball season probably. And the majors are, they're going to figure something out and they're going to start soon. But I mean, I'm pretty confident everybody's saying that they're going to, they're going to agree to something, yeah. but you're going to have all these players like in the minor league systems and uh, that aren't playing this year. And you know what I think is going to happen? Unfortunately, there were minor league baseball is already talking about contracting forty teams or forty-two teams. I think they, I think that more teams are going to fold. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be more than forty teams or forty-two teams that are gone yeah. by next season. Yeah, because I don't think they can afford to stay open. I don't think there's the money. The money's not there. No. Um, and so that's you know it's sad news for all of us that like and follow minor league baseball. And a lot of the players that, you know, are going to, you know, try to make it. Yeah. But I think that makes for those, for that 18 to 22 range kid that I think it makes college baseball such, such a more important development league. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's going to be interesting and definitely, 
I mean, it's all eyes that hopefully could be on college, should be on college baseball next year because that's gonna, it's going to be the year to watch because and it's going to be interesting to see. In in your opinion, I'll ask this: Do you think? Yeah. Do you think some of these guys maybe that if they're in a you know D one top D one school like a a Pac twelve school like a a SEC school a Big twelve school whatever the case may be one of those Power five conferences do you think that they may decide hey maybe I'll transfer to another school just because of all these incoming freshmen guys who return and such and do you think they may move to one of these lower end D one schools maybe hopefully get noticed you know because they're this big name at this lower D one school maybe in one of the group of five schools. Do you think that could be a possibility? Yeah, I, I, do, I do. I think that's a great thought. I, I think that uh, the thing about college baseball is it's in some ways a lot like college basketball. Yeah. You know, college football, you kind of got your powerhouses and you're, and it's kind of a fixed set of, you know, it's SEC, it's Big Ten, it's, uh, you know, Big 12, you know, ACC to some extent. You got a handful of programs in each one of those conferences that are really competitive. I mean, we saw a couple, what, three, four years ago, uh, Coastal Carolina win the College World Series, you know, a a mid-major school. You know, it happens. It's it's there. It's possible. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, here in Orlando, UCF was ranked last year, um, you know, and and had a pretty good season. uh, the, another program right up the road, Stetson has a good program. You, you know, USF, you've got a lot of USF beat Florida last year, <laughs> which was in shock. Yeah, USF too. I mean, there's 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 just so much possibilities yeah. with the mid majors. You know what we call mid majors. I mean, UCF and USF are huge schools as far as how many kids are enrolled there. But you know, we don't think of them as powerhouses, of course. Um, but I think there's a much a much bigger possibility. Uh, and, and just yeah, actually even think about it from this perspective, because of the uncertainty with uh, the whole, you know, uh, COVID-19 thing and how schools are going to reopen and how college campuses are going to reopen. I'm, I'm pretty confident at this point those things are going to happen. Yeah. But but you could have kids that are less likely to just go to the other side of the country and play baseball. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You might have a lot of more kids deciding to stay closer to home. So, you know, a school like USF or UCF may, um, you know, may really benefit from that. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, only time will tell, obviously, but it'll be interesting to see what players do next year high school players, collegiate players, and it'll be interesting to see what they do uh, throughout this next couple of years. Uh, months and such as we get closer to 2021 season obviously i know we're in the middle of june but i mean you know i mean it's gonna go by really quick this year i feel like it's gonna go flying by and i mean i know it's felt like it's been a year since we've even got had baseball like live mlb baseball at least yeah it's really weird i mean yeah we we you know i've even gotten up a few days at like five you know i have a seven month old at home so i wake (laughs) up really early but I, uh, I catch, I caught a couple of Korean baseball games. Uh, those are, those are actually really fun to watch. There's no crowds, but, um, you know, there's a lot of enthusiasm yeah. there. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. So it's nice to get a little bit of baseball, live baseball. in. um, I've been sitting at home with my baseball writing. I've been doing mostly research. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking into, I'm reading books on baseball and doing, doing research on the last hundred and, <laughs> 
20, 30 years of baseball <laughs> history. So well, it, it, it's been kind of cool in that respect. Well, I have a good book for you. Obviously, you've, see, you've probably seen on my Instagram, yeah. I've been promoting it, Dream Makers by Jim Morris. Definitely go check that book out. I'm very excited to read it and stuff. Definitely go read that book. It's going to be really good. Great. Yeah, I will check that yeah, out. Yeah, I just had another interview with him. It was my second one I did on my show. So, yeah, he's definitely an awesome guy. Really, really cool guy. Again, if you got, if you, you probably know, you know who that is, obviously, the rookie I mean, one of the best stories yeah. in baseball history. I mean, it's it's one of the best. It's it's amazing story, and he's a super cool guy down to earth, and they've been super cool with me. But, yeah, it's definitely a good book, so I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, I will do that. I will do that. Baseball books have been my thing lately. Yeah, so. me too. I've been reading um, Zach Hample's book, uh, Drew uh, – what is it, Jim Morris. I just bought a – who is it? Bartolo Colon, Big Sexy. I'm like, so, oh, did yeah, you? I was so excited. I was like, let's go. And it came with like a poster. I don't have it with me right now, but he autographed it. It was the best thing ever. He like, still wants to play, doesn't yeah, he? 46 years old. The guy still wants to play. He'll be 50 and still yeah. wanting to be in the major leagues and stuff. And some, some, some team will give him a contract for some inespicable reason. They'll give him a contract. Oh, yeah. Who, I, I, I think I read that Julio Franco was played till he was about 48 yeah. in, in one of the independent leagues. Who's it? Manny Ramirez still wants to play in like Chinese professional baseball league. I heard a few months ago. So, I mean, listen, hey, that's a good anything can happen. <laughs> you could go. Yeah. I mean, that's a great opportunity for these guys to go out there and still want to play. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if they can't and hang in the big leagues, <laughs> might as well do it. Exactly. Well, especially Manny. I don't know if he's going to be, I don't know if he's cut out right yeah. now to be in back in the major leagues at <laughs> that age. I think he's a little, a little bit older. Um, just going through here, the draft real quick, uh, as, as we're, you know, yeah. live updates here. Um, got, it looks like Jordan Walker was taken to the St. Louis Cardinals, the Washington nationals, our world series champions were on the clock. And this actually will lead into a que another question for you about, you know, this season, yeah. if we do have a shorter season, which it will happen. I mean, there's no question. It will be under a hundred games. I mean, I don't think that's an if, yeah. but, but it's a matter of how many games we will have even still. Um, do, who do you think this will benefit more? Do you think this will benefit maybe some of the teams that are, you know, on the lower end of the spectrum, you know, who don't get, have good endings to their season, who have, you know, rough, good starts, but bad endings or, I mean, who do, who do you think this will benefit? Yeah. There's so many thoughts in my mind right now and just who right. does it benefit? That's a really good point. I mean, you know, we've been talking about what, looking at the season and seeing, you know, who's going to, who's going to play and who's going to, uh, you know, when are they going to play and all those questions, but we haven't really thought too much about, you know, nobody's, you know, the, the early season predictions that they really still hold. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. that, does that hold? I mean, everybody's kind of waiting to see what the Dodgers are going to do with what the upgrades that they've made. They got Mookie Betts out there now. Yep. Um, so there's the, that's that team that just can't seem to figure out how to win a World Series, even though they've got they've had like the team to win a World Series for like the past four years. So you know, everyone's going to be looking at the Dodgers. Um, they're like the you know, Atlanta Braves in the nineties or the Cleveland Indians yes. who just never, you know, they just kept making to the world series and just would never find a way to be able to win it. They're like the yeah. Buffalo Bills. The Braves got one out of that at least. I it's mean, true. the Dodgers I'm sure would like to get one. They, the, the Indians, they get it kept falling apart. Yeah. Um, but, um, the, uh, you know, it, it is hard to say. I mean, the, 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 the focus is going to be on them. You know, obviously the Yankees are, are, I think, well positioned. I've been kind of high on the Yankees for the last couple of years, ever since they played their Astros in the in the ALCS. 
I mean, I thought that team was like ready to pop. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, last year it wasn't quite there, but uh, they had injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it'd be interesting to see what the Angels do with, with Joe Madden yeah. out there. Drink it, drink um, it wine, Joe Madden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're, wine. they're, um, they're going to be, you know, an interesting team yeah. to see, you know, what they can do. They're a little, they've been underperforming a little bit, but they've got some holes in that team too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and then you've got, you know, what are the Phillies going to do? The Phillies kind of were that, that hype team last year because of the Harper signing and, you know, it, it kind of fizzled a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I mean, I think a lot of people on with the Harper signing, I think a lot of people are like disappointed a bit after season one, just of how you know. I mean, obviously when he yeah. first went there, so much hype. I mean, spring training, it was every game was packed. It felt like even a weekday game, it felt like it was like crazy. Oh, you're yeah, you're you're up, you're a you're a you're a Clearwater guy too. Aren't I am you? a I, well, I, I'm a Florida State League guy, so but I I am a Clearwater yeah, guy. Yeah. Big clear, that's where I first brought my uh, break. I would uh, I'll give thanks to the Clearwater guys out there. Uh, that's where I got my break. They gave me the first opportunity to be up in the booth and do uh be able to do my show and stuff so it was awesome but um yeah i yeah. think some of the teams i think to watch out for again obviously as you said the yankees uh, teams like that they're always gonna be contenders no matter what happens i mean even if there is a shorter season they still have a great team and the yankees should be right should be happy right now that they're actually having this off time healing up cold Less injuries. And stuff yeah all these injuries are healing up now they always so. get these yeah they get these uh these early season injuries too yeah. and you know when it's cold these cold weather teams actually take a look at the cold weather teams yep. because they're not going to have to play in cold weather to start exactly. the season off. Exactly. So, what do you, so what are you thinking? What what do you who are you uh, interested in? I I, I I I don't know. It's tough. I like. I mean, the Pirates could be an interesting team. I think they might have yeah. an interesting team, even though they're picking very low in this draft. I think they have a team that could be interesting. Uh, the Blue Jays have a lot of prospects. Engine reused now in Toronto. That could be an interesting team. I mean, they're a team that I think could be really good. I just think the youthfulness so might hurt them just a bit, just because they haven't played enough as a a group yet. Yeah. And this would be would have been their first full season as a group together. So I think that may have would have been been a big big help. Um, the Reds could be another team that I like. I like the Phillies. There yeah. could be a, a a an interesting team to watch. Um, my dark horse is always though. I think it has to be the Rays. I mean, you look at the Rays; they do everything right. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the Rays. I think they might be the no, in, uh, no the perfect I, I, organization in my opinion. Yeah, no, the Rays are fun to watch. They 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 really do have a they really have a solid team. Yep. You're right. They could you know in a shortened season you know they could get they could that could benefit them in some ways. Yeah. Um, you know. There's there's some underperforming teams out there too, like the uh, the White Sox yep. who should have been better last year that weren't. Um, With Keuchel now too and Grandal, yeah. that should be interesting too. I just realized that Keuchel. Right, right. Even though and, Keuchel's and, fell so off his horse a bit. You're gonna have. I mean, like I said, I pay attention to the AL Central because the Tigers, although they're not gonna do anything. <laughs> But you know the White Sox, the Indians, yeah. and the and the Twins are are going to be competitive. Yeah. Um, and then you know you've got you know you have some other teams out there that are like you said. I think the Reds are interesting. The Reds are a team that's on the verge of being I just something. I just want to say here real quick. Um, one of the guys at my show, Carson Tucker, just got drafted in the first round by the Cleveland Indians. This is such an exciting moment just for me as a oh, that's amazing fanboy. 
uh, and that's actually Cole Tucker's brother. So that's incredible. Awesome. Congratulations, Carson, to being drafted, man. That's a, a absolutely awesome to have a guy who came on my show, even though I literally just interviewed him like two weeks ago, maybe or a week ago. So that was awesome. That's awesome to see. You got to get that show back out. You, put, you know, repost that show. I will. Get that. I will. Get that around social media. I will. That's awesome. I just saw that. Now the Rays pick is in as well as we're heading into the 24th pick and such. Again, the Rays, we're just talking about them. Nasty. I mean, they're going to be such a good team this year. I mean, they really are. I had them last season. I thought they could have went to the World Series. I think they were that good. Their pitching rotation is phenomenal. Their their offensive side yeah. of the ball, they're a great team. They, they loaded up on power hitters. I mean, their team is going to be hitting bombs out of the drop, even though you can't hit him out oh, of yeah, the those, drop. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, that, that, uh, series they had against the Astros. Yep. It was great. Yeah. I mean, it really was exciting to watch. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're going to be, they're interesting. And, and like what they've done with pitching too is interesting mm-hmm. because they've got that mix of like that whole, that whole concept of the, uh, of, you know, yeah. pitching your, uh, the 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 uh, I'm I'm lacking the uh, term <laughs> right now. You know, not not the traditional starter. Yeah. But the opener. The opener. Yeah, the right? opener. Yep. With uh, Brian Stanek. Yeah. Stanek started, I believe, right. and that was the big guy. And they even made a bobblehead out of him too, which was amazing. That was fan- fantastic. Um. I mean, I think it's great. I I wrote a piece a couple years ago about relief pitchers and how important relief pitchers are, and and kind of how. If you look at the life of a reliever, I mean, look at some of these guys and look at their – go on baseball reference and look at the, how many teams some of these guys have played for. Yeah. I mean, the, the bullpens are just such a critical part of yep. an entire organization. Yeah, definitely. Anybody. Definitely. Um, and then to before I let you go here, obviously it is almost yeah. 9.30. We have – we have it's a it's a crazy time, man. I, this has been a fun tonight. Yeah, full lineup. Man. I did. This, this is good. Five this five good guys, stuff. man. But uh, we'll talk about legends on deck real quick as I'm waiting on for yeah. other uh, participant. What, what who? When do you start legends on deck? Obviously, David. Uh, David was uh, is one of the. Did you and David start it together? Or was David kind of the one that started? So it how, how did that work? How did the beginning work? Yeah, yeah, you know, that's cool. I'm glad you mentioned that. So David is the founder. Okay. David Condi is the founder of Legends on Deck. He um, he was doing a lot of writing. He's a Mets guy. Yep. Um, and he was doing a lot of Mets writing, and then he launched the website, uh, Legends on Deck. And, and his whole concept with it was to, was to you know, it, it has that whole prospect minor league mm-hmm. – um, feel to it even yeah. the name you know the legend on deck the one waiting to exactly. you know so he's got a lot of connecting uh with uh with different players and organizations in fact i'm wearing my i'm wearing my uh florida state league all-star game I, cap I from saw last that year and i was so excited when you were wearing that i was like let's yeah. go supporting the florida state so league. so david uh has good you know good contacts with with some of the 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 uh, front office people in the league and he can get passes. He, he, I went for the first time last season. I've been writing there for about three years, yeah. but um, I went for the first time last year and helped cover the all-star game. Yeah. And that was a really cool experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were on the field for the home run derby. We're in the press box. We're doing writing. <laughs> you know, I'm writing, I'm live writing at the games, taking pictures. You know, we really did a, a nice job. And then I, 
from there on, the, the two of us and a few other people out yeah. there that you know, there's a number of writers for the site, but they, um, you know, we were doing profiles on some of the players that were in the all-star game and awesome. the, and the players were noticing them too. So, yeah. you know, they're, they're, they kind of, it, it was a nice, nice, uh, few months there yeah. pushing the Florida state league players. But, you know, I personally, I found that I came across it one day. I decided I wanted to write more about, you know, I wanted to pick up baseball writing as a hobby. Um, yeah, I've always just been such a baseball junkie my whole <laughs> life. And I say, you know what? I don't want to just watch it. I don't want to just, you know, follow other people's yeah. writing. I need to write about it myself. Yeah, exactly. I need to do something myself. So I came across his website, emailed him. We connected and I've been writing there for the last since early 2017. Wow, so that's awesome. Um, and if you follow my writing, you'll notice that I write about everything. <laughs> You know, so I'm writing about Major League Baseball. I'm writing about Minor League Baseball. I'm writing about yeah. prospects. I'm writing about history. I'm writing about all that stuff. <laughs> so it's a really cool website. And, and you know, we know we, you've been a contributor as well. And, and uh, it's nice to connect with somebody like you that's into – we've got that Florida State League <laughs> connection yep. where we're all in Florida. David's down in the Fort Myers area. I'm in the Orlando area. You're in the Clearwater, Tampa, Tampa yep, area. Clearwater, Tampa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's... So you're, so we got the state covered. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. We need some people in Southeast Florida. We need some people down in Palm beach or something. Yeah. Yeah. And cover, cover and, the uh, other leagues and such. <laughs> no, right. I, I, man, it, the Florida state league, man, it's so much fun to cover. The guys are super cool. Everybody's super friendly in that league. Yeah. I mean, Every, I mean, I've been accompanied, you know, it's been a fantastic experience. Got to go to the all, uh, the hall of fame event. That was incredible just to be there and be able to sit in that room with all the, it was so weird because I'm like, I don't know what to do right now because I'm, yeah. I was in that 17 mindset where I'm like a fan, like I'm just geeking out because like, <laughs> this is like so cool. I'm like around a bunch of like former players and stuff and coaches who got inducted and. Um, but then I got into it and felt it and I started interviewing guys. It was one of the best experiences of my life. Um, but yeah, it's been awesome, man. And it's been awesome writing for you guys. I love your website. When I saw it and found it, came across it, I was <laughs> really impressed with the stuff and really impressed with your guys' work and wanted to be a part of the team and obviously contacted David and that's where it became. And now I'm here and I'm writing stuff now for you guys. Haven't wrote a lot of stuff lately. I've been super busy with everything, man, but uh, I love to hey, continue you're, writing. You're... Your uh, your podcast is really keeping it going too. Yeah. I'm impressed with all the, yeah, all the. I mean, just this lineup tonight. Yep. This lineup tonight is <laughs> is pretty awesome. Yeah. Let alone the the interviews and all that. But yeah. hey, keeping this Florida State League thing going, you know, write about the places where you live, right? Yep. You know, write about write about the baseball that's right around you. Yeah. And it's easy to get to. It's only like an hour drive for half, not even an hour, hour drive to like Bradenton, Tam, you know, a little bit ways to Tampa. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. It's like the easiest That's drive the to part. go to. I mean, like, it's like the California League. It's like everything's close to everywhere and stuff. It's fantastic. It's one of the best leagues. And 
I'm so lucky to be able to be able to have this podcast, be able to, I mean, I've already hit 111 episodes, which is absolutely incredible for me. I mean, like I've never thought, I've never thought I would get to that point. I never thought I would put out 10 episodes, let alone 111. (laughs) And some of them I've had a blast on Hunter Pence has came on. I mean, some of the best top names in the game. I mean, I've came on my show and it's been an awesome experience. And I know you said you were going to interview me uh, for the website and i'm really excited yeah, i'm gonna to do, do a it. profile on you yeah i'm excited for legends on deck I'm i want excited uh want to highlight what you're doing and how you started doing it yeah. and uh you know the experience you've had so far with it yeah it's been awesome um it, 111 episodes in I, i'd say you've got a lot of work done so far yeah i'm i'm a, i'm the type of person that i'm not afraid to ask i i just go 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 i'm keeping it rolling and just yeah. working and working so I mean, that's what you got to do in that in this world nowadays. You just got to keep uh, working yeah, for, for what sure. you want. And I, again, I'm only 17. I mean, I only start. I started when I was 16 years old. Actually, 15 years old. I even started my first episode was when I was 15 years old, which is absolutely crazy to me. It's mind-boggling that it was that long. It feels like years ago. It feels like <laughs> I feel old now, honestly. And I know, I know, I'm not old. I'm only 17, but I feel old just talking about it. It's like crazy. Yeah, I mean, you've got these guys, but you're you're bringing in all kinds of guys. You're yeah. bringing in. So some of these prospects are older than you. Yeah. There's some guys who are yeah. younger guys, than these me. Guys, these guys getting drafted right now are older than you. And I'm, I'm looking at them the opposite way. I mean, they're not, you know, they're, my kids are, I, I'm, I'm not that old, but I got my, my, uh, my kids are young, but yeah. th- these kids are like in between me. I'm, you know, I'm in my thirties exactly. and these kids are, exactly. you know, coming out of high school. Well, uh, so, well, Brian, it was great having you on, man. Uh, thanks for talking. Nice meeting you in person. This is the first time we met in face to face, but it was great talking to you. Love to get excited to be able to do the interview. Maybe we'll do it on zoom or something. I don't know how you want to do it. We'll do it on zoom maybe, or phone call. Yeah, we can do that. It'd be cool. We can kind of do face to face interview, but it was great having you on, man. It was awesome to talk about it and, uh, enjoy the rest of the draft tonight. We only got about a couple more picks left before we get into the compensation round and wrap this thing up. And, uh, it's been fun. It's been awesome to do this tonight. And uh, we got one more guy left to come on left. But again, Brian, thanks for jumping on and thanks uh, for joining us today. Thank you so much. Keep up the good work and enjoy the last guest. All right. I will. I will. Thank you so much, Brian. Have a good one. All right.